0: t max and ant pet, two best friends who love to chat, oh what it's like to be an
1: ant, those who ant, those who ant. Welcome back
2: to part two of what are we calling this? us really jerking ourselves off. Oh yeah. yeah. No, just kidding. The great jerk off. No, just kidding. We, um. A celebration of sorts. Or just, it's our anniversary, yeah, celebration. anniversary celebration. Yeah, anniversary celebration. So I think it's uh, my turn. Yes. And this one goes down in history as one of my, I mean, I know we're like ranking like some of our favorite things, favorite moments, everything. This will always be one of my favorite episodes forever because <laughs> a couple of things. One, Tim committed so hard to it. Two, it was originally recorded for letters to Santa, which is my most favorite thing I ever do, aside right. from this, right, and three, I don't know what happened to you. I got a vibe. You ran with something, I caught a vibe that Tim was giving off. It was it like it's a video it's also a video podcast, so if you have Spotify, you can watch the video of it. You can watch me try to not laugh through it as Colleen truly. Goes for the jugular in, in the funniest way with Tim Baltz. Um, I think just in twin Fucking. Yeah, I mean, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. 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 Um, and the, the title of the episode was A Tale of Two Rons with Tim Baltz, Another wonderful uh, Redco pal that I toured with. But also, you know, he's on The Righteous Gemstones. He's very, very funny. And Colleen really let him have it in this one.
1: You know, from a casual observer who doesn't know you well, they might think something weird is going on. Yeah. Yeah. And I just want to say, one, is there? And two, you are so loved. I do want to get to what I think is the core, because that feels like the superficial part is, you know, people know that you don't you want them dead and the whole thing. But the second part to me is fascinating, and that is, mm-hmm. you love Bonnie, and she is beautiful she really is a, she's beautiful inside she and outside she really she is. is and i think she that really is
3: yeah. yeah but let's put this into perspective i used to live with bonnie mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. growing up we you know we like we're twins we lived together until we went off to college and then yeah. you know mm-hmm. home for the summer right. uh so we lived together mm-hmm. a long time and uh you know we're good at living together you know mm-hmm. we split up yeah. chores really well oh, yeah things yeah. like that yeah um you guys, so, I didn't. You guys still do that little, uh-huh. that yes. little twins language, yeah, which we is fascinating and... in adults, yeah. yeah. So you know we have a bond that most people don't understand and assume is sexual, which I oh I oh, get. oh oh I really oh, get it. oh oh I didn't say that. I. It felt like you were leading that way, Pat. Like, you think that I want to have sex with Bonnie? Oh, oh, I do oh, not.
1: I okay.
3: You know? Well. Ha- I really don't.
1: One time I came by and I just want to say this. And I say this with love. You were getting a couples massage and you said couples can be brother and sister too. <laughs> and I t- turned, I was, I was I turned around.
3: Mm-hmm. A couple. I was of on speaker. Just I heard that. People.
1: Right. But I did remember I dropped that mm. sheet cake and I took off. Yeah. I don't care whose birthday it is. I can't be here for this. And I, I, again, it's maybe something I don't understand. And if no one's getting hurt, who cares? But I just kind of want to know, you know, just for me, because sometimes I'll lay awake at night, you know, the scones on and it's looking at me. And all I can think about is, is at Bonnie's, you know, what's happening right now?
3: Well, I'm not at Bonnie's if Ron's there. If Ron's out of town, I'm at Bonnie's Mm -hmm. because we're just a couple of people, you know, hanging out. But Pat, here's a question I'll put to you and Max. Oh. You know, you've overheard a lot of these conversations. You've seen yep. what's going on. Yeah. Pat, is there something in maybe the rejection that you've suffered at my hands that makes you think that I want to have sex with my twin sister Bonnie? I don't know. A little bit of a little bit of projection there.
1: I don't know. Maybe I've never projected. I've never, I, as far as I know, I've never projected. But I might be, and I may
2: have, and that could be happening. And this, I, think, okay. I, I, I
3: think. I might take. I think it's you're... a
2: little of column A, a little of column B. If, if I'm being fully honest, you know. And also, what flavor was that sheet cake?
1: Well, oh, well, you love Bonnie, <laughs> the way you said it,
4: dumbass.
1: Oh, but it was just such a um a real treat to have uh Tim on he was very game and um you know we're seeing a lot of the um same things, but they're all such great qualities of the folks that we've had on who um just roll with the punches and poor Tim does have
2: a twin sister, and no, they're not twins, not in real life. He and Emily are not twins, oh they're not twins. no, he has a sister but- that's bad enough here's the thing about tim he's got an awesome sister, she's amazing. Her name is Emily Baltz. You should look her up. She's a very talented artist. Well, maybe he will end up with her. She's a, <laughs> very happily married to Lily Sullivan. But, but Emily Baltz, if like, listen, if you're going to fall in love with your own sibling, Emily's the one to do it. Yeah, you said that one. No, her. I didn't. I didn't say that. I'm just saying in real life, if I that were to ever happen. just get married. <laughs> but, um, but Tim, you're right. Tim was absolutely gained. But they're not, they're not twins, which makes it different. Well, they're also not <laughs> married currently, so we'll see. <laughs> no they're not he is okay but yeah so um this is this is truly one of my favorites and there are moments in this if you watch the video where you can see me give Colleen a look that I have given her so many times in my life which is I personally like, not first. Pers- what's the one we like I bit my both of my lips mm-hmm. together mm-hmm. and I just looked at her because she really just went in and it it makes me laugh so hard and I've given her that look on stage so many times where I'm just like, all right. This racehorse got out of its pen somehow and oh it's boy. running. Well, it was a blast. It's it really blast. was. It really was. Oh, who's next, you might ask? Oh yourself. my gosh, I'll ask you who's next because I don't have your list. Ever, perhaps? Mm.
1: Ever, Maynard. Ever, ever, Maynard. Um, You might know Ever from being a fantastic comedian. Yeah. They are a stand up.
2: Uh, Dana and I have known this person for a long time. Oh my goodness. For I knew Ever. When they were a barista at the Starbucks on the corner of North and Wells. That is how I first met Ever.
1: That's very rude. Yeah. Um, But Ever is wonderful. And boy, uh, talk about, though, also a live wire where I don't know what they're going to say. It just is really formulating in the moment. And um, I'm excited for this little clip here of Ever. Okay, here we go
2: my nose is running i don't have a kleenex so y'all are gonna have to forgive me um he's throw... he so mad at us when you say forgive me like that because it's... i'm human and i'm tired of being judged i walk oh. around the neighborhood and there's like there's deandra again and i'm like Ooh, "It's deandra. I, I said well yeah first of all they're mispronouncing my name <laughs> well
1: are you are you doing your circles again because if i sit if i saw you too many times i would assume you're casing not you but people casing the joint.
2: I mean, I get it security first, but I'm actually, you know, physical, my physical therapist said you need to start doing your circles. Hmm. I need to get at least 5,000 steps a day. And how many circles? That's about 28. Okay.
1: I think that might be now I'm not, I'm not trying to victim blame, but that might be why they're kind of letting you know that they see you because you know, you should, maybe you should have a little shirt made up that said, this is medical. Yes. That way they know and again, it's not your fault. It's not your fault, then, that you're sick. But I'm not sick. Well, well Well Y'all very are good. few people get prescribed circle walks, you know? <laughs> when you put it like that. Yeah,
2: you're right. Well, when you put it like well, that. When you put it like that. Yeah, um, you're
1: right. I'll just say one of my favorite things. Uh Ever is one of the funniest people in the world. And if you ever have a chance to see them do stand up, please do. But also, um, Ever is from Uh, Texas Mm -hmm. and uh uh, everything that they say is I think through that lens a little bit yeah and it really is fantastic so um we really did have a blast with Ever.
2: There's really something special about like you know a lot of times when we do these like meetings when we say you know how did we meet and people are like oh it was like this big to do. Ever's was a burrito we were at a park and there were burritos on the table right it was like a kid's party right and so it's like you know when we ask people to come in the the less they think about it the better and that was one example of like because the more we improvise the more we learn oh ever was dressed in one of those hunting outfits where they're dressed obviously in. <laughs> and, and and uh you know like just the more detail it comes in and you know with somebody like ever who truly has a wild mind in the best way you just never know what you're going to get. Yeah, and that's what's so delightful, I think, about this episode it is that fun. it takes twists and turns. Both. I mean, this is medical. We got to sell that shirt. What are we doing? I don't know. We got to get merch. <laughs> okay, I am up next, and oh, brother! Speaking of somebody that you really can never predict, oh, what they're going to say, ooh. This episode is one of my favorites Which for so many it? reasons. It is they creamed the trees with oh, Jeff Dow. Sure. Now, America's heartthrob Jeff Dow, so handsome, so charming, very cute dad. The oh wildest my god! Is that a TikTok? That sounds like a TikTok hashtag. Cute dad. Cute dad. dad.
1: If it's, it's it has to be. I don't even know why I'm guessing about it. You guys, I'm not on TikTok, right? We
2: will be though. That's a goal. Okay. As soon as well, they
1: come up with a new one. So Yeah.
2: As soon as they we'll let us in. We're too old for this current version. No, no. I think... Yeah. We need the Facebook version. Of TikTok. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but um, Jeff Dow uh, and I performed together and I also coached Jeff on a, an improv team that I think is still performing in Chicago called Little Tooties. And the thing about Jeff is that he will... And I mean this with all respect in the world. Derail whatever improv scene you are doing. Thank God. Because he is the funniest and his mind is, just, like Evers, the wildest mind in the world. Mm-hmm. And so in this episode, the things he was making up words and he was saying them with such conviction. And the wild thing is he was like in a room with a crib and at certain points holding one of his own children. And he was holding the laptop. We couldn't even see his face, remember? Because he didn't yeah. have a microphone. He was doing too much I don't, I don't want to say it, but I just did. He, he was. was doing too much. And a lot of times we have invented businesses on this podcast yeah. that I think would work. Yes. One of the businesses that we invented in this episode was a Chili Slams.
1: Yeah. I'm surprised. <laughs> I thought that was a real thing when you said it out loud. <laughs> I was like, boy, I missed that. I bet <laughs> that was in the Bible Belt somewhere.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't put it past. All right. right but uh, here we go. Here is this episode's highlight. I love it. On, on this podcast, you know, we don't kink shame. We, uh, mm. it's a very sex positive podcast. Love sex. Yep. We, yep. Noted. Um, but the thing is, um, I don't know how, and maybe I'm using this word wrong, but it sounds exploitive. I don't mm. get it. So, so, and I'm not trying to judge it. I don't want to judge it, but are you okay with it doing that? I mean, it right. sounds like she doesn't need the money
1: yeah is this a hobby that she oh, somehow acquired well, yeah is, yeah
5: mags you sound like robert e lee what is what is this <laughs> what? the conservative hour you you, you living in in 1610
2: oh yeah what that is when he lived and what but okay well, okay okay this is okay. this is
5: 2025 or whatever this is <laughs> no the no year uh-uh. it is this is the year it is and this is it how is well that's money. true Yep. It's the creator economy. And if you're not dipping mm-hmm. your toe into the future, then you're going to be burning your chubbies in the past.
2: Huh. Now, is this like Tic Tac or... Um, Wait a minute. Hold on, me Cameo the band. Pat, you can't huh? move on. You can't move on because we have to address this. I really don't think I'm like Robert E. Lee. I really don't.
1: Hear him and out. That, that, I, Name I, three I, ways Meg's is like Robert E. Lee. Okay.
5: She's, she wears a ton of gray. She wears little hats and oh. it sounds like she's got an opinion about sexuality that is dated back 150 years. Uh-uh. Nice.
2: My opinion? Okay. Okay. You do have me there. She's, but shaming, I, but she's except, shaming
5: my new wife, Penelope. Except
2: for the third one. Except for the third one. I don't shame anybody. Okay. Wait. It's really important to me, Kremlin, that you know that I'm not trying to kink shame. I'm just asking. She's an heiress to the Heinz fortune. Why is she doing this? It's not a shame. It's not. Do what you love. Only
1: because Megs and I played the lottery game sometimes. If you won the lottery, what would you do? What's the first thing you would do? And yeah. either yeah. of us have, I'd sit in soup and send it to the bone boys. Yeah.
2: And yeah. Pat, I, I kind of hope you would stick up for me a little more than you actively well, are. Well, right I now. know that you, I i am trying to be fair and balanced, I guess. You know, I know that's, first of all, that's a Fox News slogan. And Oh, they still have that? All right. Yes. I'm
1: trying to hear everybody out because I'm trying to keep an open mind. And I'll say this, Pat. What if
2: somebody said that you were like Robin E. Lee? I would never keep an open mind and cramlin again. I'm not trying to
5: fight with no, you, well, Mags. Where well, I didn't it started, know in where which way. From is my lawyer said that if you look at the tape when we got in our fender bender, you had a sword at your hilt from the Civil War era, and you he were did say all gray, that. And you and and uh, that's where the, the connotation started in my mind. To be okay. fair,
2: if you look at it, once we had an expert unpixelate it, that was not a sword. I was only wearing a gray sweatshirt. It wasn't even a sweatsuit. I was holding a pen. That was a very poor... No offense. It's, lo- it's the
5: longest pen I've ever seen. And well, th- I'm sorry. And, and I think we all know that that's, that's why, you know, Pat Pat couldn't walk for half the game. <gasps> she, she could dribble, but she couldn't walk. And so, that, that's just what my but lawyer the, said. That's oh. what
2: your lawyer said. That's you not did the it. truth. And you, got, you don't work with Bing anymore. So why right. are you still... That's never, you know me better than that. I would never carry a sword at my hilt or whatever you said. I would never do that. The initial I'm afraid seeds of, of weapons.
5: Doubt, the initial seeds of doubt can create a forest of, of anxiety and mistrust. And so oh, I'm working no to, offense, but you I'm can't working to see cream the forest. that forest.
2: You can't see the forest for your wife right now. That's right. I am trying to tell you the truth. Yeah. And I said it on the stand under oath, and you know I don't tell a lie. You may know I, this. May I remind
1: everyone involved here? We're not supposed to be talking about the trial because this I, often is what I'm happens sure. when I'm we sure. socialize. One of us will say, sure. Oh, you're Robert E. Lee. Someone else will say, Okay, Oscar the Grouch or whatever. Okay, Pamela Anderson. And then it devolves into this. So, what do you mean? And it's all back to the pixelization. And mm-hmm. we have to remember that the trial is behind us, we've settled out of court and everybody's
2: and you're, losing, you're losing me right now
5: you're right you're right uh, i'm saying it's it's behind me but yeah. you're you're both driving around in 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 toyotas that i paid for in a way in some you ways didn't pay and, for and anything. i'm and i'm sitting here in my tr- and i'm sitting here in my tricell wondering when's my, toyota? When's my no, to toyota it's a toyota
2: to sell it's a toyota still
5: well, I mean, I, when's like my Toyota it. coming? You know, I'm you're in the Tracell and you're Toyota. driving Toyotas.
2: Cram, it's a Toyota to sell. Let me clear the air. I'm
5: in the Tricelle.
2: No, You're in you're the Toyotas.
5: It's what? Toyota to
2: sell. You need to go to a dealership. You're going to sell LA?
5: your Toyota? I'll buy it if you're going to sell it. Cram,
2: Toyota is the make. To sell is the model. Okay? I love you so much.
5: You're selling your Toyota to who? Because I would love to to get one of yours. cars are my... hot
2: right now. You know what? I'll sell. You know what? I'll sell you my Toyota. You want my Toyota? Because here's you're the kidding. thing: the Toyota is not important to me. It's not about the car. It's about you knowing that I am in no way like Robert E. Lee. I don't even, Pat. I co signed You're not. You're nothing like Robert E. Lee. In that clip, there mm-hmm. were 100 wild things that yeah, he said. Right, and said in such a loving way. It just comes out of him. It comes out so naturally, and it goes on to pat and i having maybe one of our first fights ever yeah i think so you know i mean i think a position that i find myself in a lot which i love and you know that this is my favorite right which is when you and whoever the guest is try to outdo each other as far as who can give away their personal information online who can be the like i love having to put out those fires as mags something that very rarely happens is somebody kind of Taking an adversarial tone toward me right it almost right. never happened
1: especially re colon robert e lee yeah
2: <laughs> yeah very few people ever compare me to robert e lee but a thing that
1: happened, i mean
3: it's
2: only the second person who's done it ever ever the first one
3: i don't even have a. it was a
1: doctor dana yeah
2: yeah it was. was a medical doctor it was a medical doctor Um, but they said that I had the, um, the lung capacity of the current day, modern day Robert E.
1: Lee, Bobby
2: Lee. Um, but yeah, the, the, the thing that makes this episode stand out to me, aside from Jeff Dow being so funny and you being so funny and chili slams are the fact is the fact that he like came after me. And then we go on a run later where he's like, you're in your Toyotas and I'm over here trying a Tercel. And a Toyota is a Tercel. A Tercel is a Toyota, and it, not in his not universe, in his mind, not in and, Kremlin's world, baby. God, and so it just Kremlin, Kremlin. Either way, either I think he would respond to either, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. But that's uh, that's one of my favorite runs in in the history of this podcast. <laughs> Great job. I mean, uh, what can we say about Nancy that we haven't already said when real. I forgot to when I forgot to record this? Right. Before? Well,
1: we can do what we said. Um,
2: <laughs>
1: no, uh, Nancy's. A, such a unique like one in a million um comedian and person and uh it was just really nice to kind of like change it up she's such an she's such a great energy and and definitely different energy than I have or have access to um and it was just such it was so it's always fun to frazzle Nancy um because she does play she
2: plays frazzle better than anybody yes
1: Correct. And I'm not frazzling the actor and profession, consummate professional Nancy Friedrich, but yeah. uh, having her character be frazzled is a real joy.
0: I'm administrative about my lanyards and my cards mm-hmm. and how I keep my wallet and my purse. And
2: Yeah. Tell us about that, because we, we got to see just kind of a bird's eye. But I want to hear your reasoning behind it. Why do you do it like that? Because that would be one of the serial killer traits. When we saw your purse, both of us kind of looked at each other like, uh-oh. Oh,
0: well, I mean, I think I learned how to put together my purse uh, from all my brothers.
2: In now, my that's age. an interesting statement.
0: <laughs> <laughs> it's an interesting statement, yeah. Um, I, I I was the youngest uh, and there were six boys ahead of me and they... They taught me to do everything, including put my, my purse together. And uh, they they brought me to the aquarium first. Uh, they they took me to a casino when I was very little.
2: Now, who introduced you to the phrase, put my purse together? Um, that
0: would be my brother, Marty.
1: Uh-huh. Uh, oh, I always used to think that that meant, you know, I got to rearrange my pantyhose because
2: my purse isn't all the way together. <laughs> oh she's talking she's straight up talking labia there right yeah yeah mm-hmm. yeah put your purse together your if boy's i heard someone say
1: hey put your purse together i'm putting on a show you know what i mean pantyhose took a ride but yes. this is from marty
0: <laughs> i miss pantyhose they they i liked the way they made my legs look uh they phased those out they don't sell those
2: anymore what do you yeah. talking what do you mean they sell they them it's just nobody buys them
1: oh i have a couple pair of if you want now they they're loose they are loosen the knees as long as they're not don't have any runs in them
2: i hope everybody gets to see nancy perform live or perform on camera whatever she gets to do i hope you get to see it mrs davis is the show she was on i think it was on amazon or something I got like a 92% on Rotten Tomatoes. Who we'll might get out of the way? Yeah. And, um, but she's so unassuming. When you look at Nancy, you're like, oh, that, that she's afraid to be on stage. And then when she opens her mouth and says the funniest, like most unreal things, you're just like, who is this alien person that's on stage in front of me? Now, I know that we always talk up our guests and we're like. You know, and every time I say like this is my favorite, this is a get, I mean it. I mean it every time. We have a lot of talented people that we know that we get to work with, that we get to like perform with on this very podcast. So when I say that Nancy is unlike literally any other guest, I really mean it. Amen. 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 All right, who who do you got on the uh, nexties? Oh, I'm so glad you asked. Okay. Uh, my next, my number ten here is the home of soccer with Namdi Nguye. Now. Fun facts about Namdi. He is what I like to call Janet Jackson video level hot. Remember in the 90s when every handsome dancer in the world was in a Janet Jackson video? Hansers. They were Hansers. Yes, exactly. Great job. Mm-hmm. Copyright, Colleen Doyle. Thank you. Namdi is that attractive. And I, I don't like to, like, Not. I'm not trying to say that anybody... Else that we haven't mentioned isn't as attractive as Namdi. I just want you to, I want to paint a clear picture here. Sure. He's a former professional soccer player. Right. He loves to dance. Yes. And he's the kindest, funniest person. So it's like unfair yeah, is yeah, what yeah. I guess yeah. I'm saying. No, no, no. That reads. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah, like yeah, wildly yeah. unfair, right? Yep. Okay. <laughs> All right. And here's here's his clip.
4: I I picked up my my love of soccer a few years ago. Um, and when I met, oh, uh, one of my mentors and he kind of opened the door for me to pursue it as a career
2: now is um, this swan is this sung teeth is mm-hmm. this dante is this-,
4: yeah, this this one is honk Stone. honk and he um honk yeah he um as in uh, honk
2: if you love soccer <laughs>
4: as as in that that's what i think but he actually spells it h a n k
2: Oh, um, oh, he's um, a European. He's
4: European, exactly, which yeah. is the home of of soccer fans. Um, so, you know, we invented what? soccer here, but the soccer fan was... Uh,
2: invented in Europe?
4: Invented in Europe, yeah. That
2: is something. Yeah. Well, now, was that, did that happen because Americans simply aren't interested?
4: Yeah, it was, a, it was an export. We just started exporting it, and oh, oh, um, oh, oh. just made money like there. Blue for, jeans. Like blue jeans. Uh-huh. And you know how, like, well, um, I don't know if you noticed, but Sync and uh backstreet boys those those two boy bands they really blew up in europe first even though they're yeah. american boys and so um this is the same thing that like we sent the soccer over there to get to work out the kinks and then we brought it back and now we're wow. um you know we're the home of it um
2: that's yeah. so good yeah i i i'm so glad that europe gave us um things like Sync because i you know what a what a fun ride that was.
4: What a fun ride.
1: I'm going to call the Historical Society and tell them this, because they're so narrow,
4: you know. And, and oh, well, why
2: are you calling us and everything? Right. I'm going to start and tell them this, because I don't think they know this at all. No, yeah. I don't think very many people do. And that's why it's great that you learn from all these different men, because how would we learn?
4: Right, right. That That's very true. And, and so so I, I was you know pursuing I still am pursuing um soccer and as a as a career I wanted to change change pace change uh mid um, direction in life and um it's been a good journey so far
2: Now did you have to start out with because when I used to um live in a different apartment there was a little tiny field and they would have these little kids and they would play and they were called little kickers and so did you have to start at little kickers and work your way up?
4: Yeah. Yeah. So they, they said, um, cause I, I called the, the, the professional soccer teams and said, Hey, how do I, how do I join? Yeah. And they, they said, they asked, um, well, first of all, do you, um, do you have a, a, an agent? Do you play? And I said, no, I don't play. I'm just, I'm just discovering this sport now, uh, as an adult. And, They uh, they quickly hung up, but then after I was on Bing for a little bit, uh, I figured out that I could could join a local team. So I I tried to join uh, a local team. They said uh, I'm I'm too old. This is a child's team. Uh, And then um, from there is when I went to um atlanta googled a bunch of stuff on the way to the open the method the home of soccer and then i, I did when i have back i've got distracted for a few years with chat rooms it takes up a lot of time and um so, yeah
2: that'll take up some time yeah yeah time. if yeah.
4: you're doing it
2: right yeah and then you're not sleeping
4: yeah right. yeah so i haven't had much time to practice soccer or watch much soccer but um I, one person did say since i'm since i'm Uh, Quite a ways past 30, that it would be tough for me to start a career now. They want you to be. How
2: dare they?
4: They said they want me to be. That's ageism. It is ageism. And I'm like, I can't become 18. You want me to snap my fingers and become 18 again? What? This uh, isn't
2: that movie. Yeah, this this isn't isn't George Burns and that other guy. Is that the
1: one? Oh, he really let us. You know, Americans deserve to be teased about soccer. Yeah, we should. And we did. Mm -hmm. We teased it. And thank God for Namdi knowing a lot about soccer, caring, but then also flushing all that down the toilet Mm -hmm. and really rolling with them all the nonsense.
2: Could you imagine being like a literal expert in something and then getting on this podcast and us saying the dumbest things about it? Infuriating. And then just roll, just like going along with it. Truly almost feeling like a personal affront. Right. Like, yeah. Now- to our credit, he did say he said that Atlanta was the birthplace of soccer. Right. Now, he said that. Yeah. And then I think Europe he may but, have been confusing it with um arena football. Arena football mm-hmm. so, sounds right. Sounds right. Mm-hmm. Um. Or Chili Slams. Oh yeah, Chili Slams is probably from Atlanta. Yeah, that's true. But the the idea of America invented soccer, but Europe invented soccer, soccer fans. fans. Now that does feel right. And they took it over to work out the kinks, and then brought it back here. Yes. Yes. Is is. bonkers
1: yeah bananas um and i'll just say uh definitely check out namdi on tiktok uh where i believe he's what the kids would call um
2: killing it he's a sensation Mm -hmm. dare we say yeah I think a lot of times we're hoping that maybe some of that luck will transfer to us. That luck, it's skill, it will transfer to oh, us. Oh, is that how skill gets transferred? I think. Ugh. I thought it was sexually. I'll but just
1: keep waiting.
2: Yeah, yeah. That's fine. It turns out I, I don't think it is sexually. <laughs> <laughs> of all the things that you can transmit sexual, I think I don't think um, skill or luck is one of them. It's a Shame. Isn't it? Kind of. Anyways. Oh,
1: well, that's my 10. Oh, great. Yeah. Well, let's close it out close it out with a little woman we like to call carol doyle oh laureate and patron saint of this very podcast um and colleen's real life mom and my actual mother uh real lucky to have this absolute maniac Mm -hmm. in my life yeah and i just will say quickly just dear listener uh my mom was very nervous and didn't want to be on the podcast because she's um
2: I was it me that talked her into it? I think we both had to do some like real Yeah, talking her into talking it. Talking her into it.
1: And then uh, I thought I want to protect my dear mother. And you know, we're always as improvisers, your job is to make each other look good. And so my mom started to get on this road that yeah. something
4: was which true is also about a her
2: character. Yeah, which is also a road that you're advised to not go into, especially if you're a newer improviser, which right. let's say it Carol is yeah. a newer
1: improviser. Right. So my mom, at the beginning of this episode, um, introduced herself as, and this is a sex-positive podcast, and there's nothing wrong with this line of work, you're just going to push me over with a feather when she demanded to be a sex worker.
2: Yeah, and you tried to walk it
1: back. I tried very hard, because I thought, maybe this isn't what she intends to do. I believe the term was, she said something about, like, working on the corner. Right. Um, and and I you were was like, like I'll oh. fix it. And I was like, oh, because we were working as, like, brand ambassadors on the corner. Uh-huh. And my mom was like, no, no, no. I was selling my <laughs> pussy on the corner. Oh, and you I didn't thought not have to say it like that. Oh, sorry. But that's what you meant. It is. And, um, and sex work is work. And sex work is work. There's nothing wrong with that. I just thought that my mother, who's 75 years old, it, that perhaps it wasn't her intention. Mm-hmm. Um, it definitely was. And um, I just love her to
2: death. And so we
1: ran with
4: it. Mm-hmm. Okay, here, here we go.
2: Can I ask mm-hmm. you a question? Is this just mm-hmm. the Italian in me? If somebody sent me pizzas as a prank, I'd be like, where's the joke? Yeah Thank you I, for this pizza. I can't imagine food that I don't want brought to me, to be
1: honest with you, at all.
2: Right. Like pe- the poor people's lottery. How great is yeah, that? Thank oh, yeah. you.
1: Yeah, one time one time Carol saw, you know, um in the alley, someone had put out a bunch of cans of like butter beans and stuff that people don't like. Mm-hmm. And Carol said, she's like, Where's the cameras? Right? She couldn't believe it. She's like she was like, people are just giving away these expired cans of butter beans. And she said, put this in your pants. And I said, I don't even like butter beans. You that's know. why identity cans are just as good as other ones that aren't dental. Megs, do you think that's right? Because we've had a long standing argument about this. Can no. you eat food from a can? I think there's a risk of botulism, which I think is a danger. Like, what is the percentage? What if Carol's already yeah. had botulism? You told me that day I have it and I'm fine.
2: <laughs> well, I thought I was immune, but then I, I read something that said
1: that doesn't happen. Oh. You don't immune yourself. You don't. You can't immune yourself to batulism? Well, no, not from dented cans. Oh, oh, yeah. you can have batulism for something else, but dented cans makes it worse. Exactly. Okay. Yeah. Oh dear. Butter beans. Butter beans. Well, that yeah. was
2: your personal hello, Laverne.
1: Yeah, it was. Show us where to underwear, is I can't I find more opportunities to talk about cans with butter beans? But um, how true is that story on a scale of one to ten? Well, I'll say this, and maybe my mom, my mom will definitely write in or probably more likely call me if she listens to this and say, that's not true, Colleen. And that might be true, that (laughs) this won't be true. But, um, you know, I I come from a long line of people, a long line, meaning my immediate family, Mm -hmm. uh, where we don't um, ascribe to expiration dates, nor dented can
2: syndrome. Nor, do you remember when I, when we lived together in Chicago and I made a pot of spaghetti and I forgot to put it in the fridge afterwards, Mm -hmm. (laughs) and the next day you were like, I'll eat it. Yeah. I'll eat, um,
1: so I think getting and meatballs PS. Oh yeah, sure. Yeah. I think that I'm just, uh, so I think that Carol, I could be completely wrong. I'm a mom. I, I feel bad. Um, mom, I know you were
2: never trying to hurt us, but I think it was like, <laughs> ah, could it be that bad? I think it's that like Rust Belt. It's fine. You're fine. Yeah. We're tough. We're tough. We come from tough stock.
1: I feel like there are a lot of grocery stores in our area growing up, where there would be like bins at the front. And they'd be like, these cans are dented. And people bought them, but yeah. they didn't die. No. So, you know, I don't know. I don't want to give out bad advice. If the can's dented, just Google it before you eat it real quick. Here's a little
2: tip. Go to the grocery store. Accidentally drop all your cans so that they're Ugh. dented. Then go to the front and say, hey, these are dented. Yes. Can I get them at a discount? Right. Now, I've never tried that, and I don't know if it works. But doesn't that seem like it would? It does. Yeah. Um.
1: But I just wanted to thank my mom for being a really good sport and um,
2: the funniest person I know. Um, That's true. And I don't even take offense to that, even <laughs> though I'm right next to you. No, but I, I think, and I, I can't remember have I told this story on the podcast before, but when we first moved to Chicago, you and a few other, other people we moved out with went there a month before me. I had to wrap up my job. And I, on my way driving, I had to go pick up some stuff in the U-Haul truck From your house Mm -hmm. and it was later because naturally my part my family threw a party and that we were driving after the party right and um so i went to your mom's i I feel like i have told this story so forgive me but that was when i knocked on the door and she had been sound asleep obviously remember and and she came to the front door she had one eye open squinting she was like it's like clutching like she had just come out from under a blanket in in the cutest little pajama bottoms and I was like oh gosh Carol I'm so sorry did I wake you and her response was oh honey no honey no hon no I was watching CSI and that became a code for us because my mom also said right I had woken her up one night and she was like no I was no you didn't wake me I was watching CSI and then we were like what is it with our moms who have said this and I can't remember if I told that story or not but that's like that and the story of when your mom knew she was going to sell the house, and the first thing she sold before anything else was her mattress. Yeah, her bed.
1: Yeah. <laughs> got to go. Got to go. So I got to sleep on the floor until yeah. until the time comes. Until the it's month. Very months confusing and months for me. Um, but also, just side note to that story. Um, my mom has never seen CSI. Yeah,
2: I mean, my mom has, but now only now.
1: Right. So I was confused as to why that would be the first program that jumped to her head to pretend that she'd been awake. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Maybe she
2: was dreaming that she was watching CSI. Oh,
1: I
4: she- hope
2: my mom, when she dreams, she's on <laughs> CSI. <laughs> you know, your mom also is um, a source of comfort for me. i like, let's just give her her flowers right now. Okay. That Carol Doyle, um, the day Colleen and I were uh, let go from the second city, Cleveland, we went to your house afterward. And Colleen's mom, though we were pretty inconsolable, um, Colleen's mom managed to um, not only lighten the mood, but also say words I'd never heard a human being say before in the best way. And I don't, I don't, I'm not going to say what she said because it's so special to me. <laughs> but I won't. But like, I just, she's always there when I when I um, was struggling with my own aunt's sexuality. Your mom said to you, when you were talking about it with your mom, your mom said, you tell Dana that she's family and if she needs a mom, I'm here. Mm-hmm. And she, like, she's just unflappable and the best woman. And we're so lucky. I'm lucky by proxy, obviously, but mm-hmm. we're also so lucky that for some reason she's still agreeing to write all of our mantras. It's weird, we <laughs> gotta find so her weird. another
1: hobby, but I love her to death and um, we couldn't do it without Action Mac
2: No, we sure couldn't. We love you, Carol. <sighs> and I, I'm gonna leave a pause because yeah. I know she's saying "I love you too." Back to okay. us right now. Oh, oh, I love you, girls. Oh, uh, well, you know, uh, I'm gonna say a couple of things as we wrap this up. Okay. Well, real quick, can I say some one, two honorable mentions? That I want to mention. Yes. And I, we won't play the clips from them, okay. but I want to give honorable mentions to um, Josie's episode, Tori Spilling with Josie Lacoco, because that was a special time for me. Obviously, Josie has never improvised, nor does she have any desire to improvise. Well, sure. She's a smart girl. And we made her come on the podcast and she was such a good sport about it. And I love her so much. And she's leaving for college in two weeks. And the other honorable mention is um uh, Tarsals and Metatarsals with Megan Ah, uh, Yes. And the reason that that one is so extra, extra special to me is it was very funny because Megan chose a super high-pitched voice and then realized immediately she <laughs> couldn't sustain it. <laughs> but you you are my best friend of, of years and years and years, a de- a two decades worth of friendship. And Megan is my other best friend. So it was like extra special to yeah. me to have the two of you. Like it's my favorite. It's just my favorite. And same with Rebecca and Mary. Like but th- those ones where it's like our friends all yeah. together. Yeah. It's like my extra special. So I just wanted to give a special shout out to those.
1: I love it. And now I'll do a little pitch here. Um, Dana and I, we'll just keep doing this podcast because we really enjoy doing it. Um, we do. It's a delight. And born out of uh, pandemic, um, fever dream. Mm -hmm. And, um, so, (laughs) oh, good, Colleen. You said you do it for free forever. Um, but, uh, (laughs) wonderful. Just like everything else you've ever done. Um, but don't uh,
2: show your cards. My
1: bad. Um, but if you have enjoyed, um, the podcast or if you listen to it, and, um, I know we say this every week, but it genuinely, um, you know, the world works like this. Uh, if you subscribe or rate our show or review our show somewhere where other people can see it, it's just more likely that people, other people see it or listen to it or give it a chance, which means that at some point, Dana and I um, might be able to um, literally make any money off of doing this just to kind of compensate ourselves for the time spent doing it. Mm-hmm. And we would love to be able to give our guests um, even a small compensation as well. So yeah. if that helps to describe why we ask, why we say this every episode, that's the reason why. Um, so, if you're so compelled,
2: um, please feel free to do so. And uh, real quick, one more thing—we forgot um, one thing. I wanted to say to you. We, we talked. Remember, I was like, I, we should talk about what we love, like what Mags loves about Pat. Oh, yeah. And what? So I know we did that, and that's very important. And we and like let's definitely sign off very shortly (laughs) but i think the things that mags loves about pat are the same things that i love about colleen except that colleen is a very 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 intelligent person and pat pat is intelligent she just Mm -hmm. doesn't believe in herself i think she has a
1: very narrow lane of
2: intelligence she's she's very intelligent she's guided by her pelvis (laughs) where all her energy comes from (laughs) she just wants penetration yeah which we did stop saying because remember you were like My mom asked us if we would stop talking
1: about penetration. I think she loves it. And I think Pat, I mean, Pat would be lost without Megs. Um, Well, 100%. Probably literally, right? Life is, oh yes. She'd be in a closet (laughs) somewhere. She'd be like, okay, Pat, calm down. Yeah. You're in a closet. You can get out of here. but right back at you. And boy, this has been really fun. And I'm really glad that we're doing it. And I, again, I hope if you listen to it, sometimes it just gives you a chuckle or it makes you so
2: fucking furious and it just just stoking your anger and you're writing your manifesto. Either way, we either want to be like the good place of podcasts where Mm -hmm. it's like, you come out of this and you're like, wow, I came out better than I went in. I learned something. I'm smarter. Or we want it to be like um, Joe Rogan where it's like, I hate this. I mean, hate humanity. I'm yeah, furious. <laughs> just kidding. We wanted to be the, the former. Um, and I think the, the best feedback that we get from you all is, um, I love this world where these two characters are so supportive and they love each other and they legitimately like lift each other up. And I think that's my favorite thing about this podcast is that, yes, it's very funny and it does make us laugh just as much as it makes you laugh. Um, but also we live in this world where these two only support people. And only love each other. And that's my relationship with Colleen. That's hopefully your relationship to this podcast. And from from your two favorite aunts to the ant colony, thank you for listening. Please wear a mask. What do we say in the sign-off? Stay safe. Stay safe. And for God's sakes, call Call your your aunt. We'll be back to our regular scheduled characters, regular scheduled voices next week.
0: Hi. This is Gianna Rose. Thank you for listening to Those Who Aunt, a Baby Maker's" podcast starring my Aunt Colleen Doyle as your Aunt Pat and my Auntie Dana Curcioli as Auntie Mags. Our theme song was performed by The Cues and you can follow them on Instagram and TikTok at The Cues Music. If you love this podcast and why wouldn't you, please help keep it going by throwing a buck or two their way. You can financially support Aunt Colleen and Auntie Dana and you probably should. Two women of their age should really be doing better for themselves, please do them a favor and like, subscribe, rate, and review those who aunt. It helps them show up more in searches and in the al gal rhythm. And as soon as my aunt figures out what that is, they'll use it to every advantage they can. Thank you for listening. Stay safe, and for God's sake, call your aunts.